What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey baby Hey my love Ready to talk about some sex? Yes, yes, yes Um, so we gotta keep this quick because You gotta go pick up your girlfriend I gotta go pick back up, uh, in 20 minutes Don't you have to be there in 20 minutes or you have to leave uh, Technically I have to be there in 20 minutes Uh oh Yeah, so, and it takes about 20 minutes to get there so let's do it okay uh she'll be okay she'll be fine um, i'll text her and say you should shower while you're there and i'll come get you right when you pop out of the shower right she's at the yoga studio mm-hmm. um so you want to talk about new relationship energy well i don't know if i really want to talk about it i just i think oh. that something that i have been experiencing lately is the transition of like a new relationship into a a relationship mm-hmm. like so what for people who don't have never heard that term before new relationship energy or nre what is that it's uh i think a synonym for it is a twitter patient you know Twitter Patient from Bambi, the movie Bambi? No. Okay. Twitter Twitter Patient? Twitter Patient. So it has it's nothing to do with Twitter? No, it's when you're Twitter-pated. Um, okay, so it was pre-Twitter. But, what uh, is Twitter-pated? It just means when you're like, when everything about the person that you are seeing is like exciting and you feel good all the time and you feel super in love and... yeah. What's Twitter patient though? That's being when you're Twitter pated. Twitter, when you're Twitter pated, you're yeah. 
You're in love. Is it ha- <laughs> Twitter pated? Twitter pated? Yeah, it's from Bambi. F- from the movie Bambi. Yeah. Who, who says it? Which character? Uh, who introduced Twitter pated? I think the, world? the owl. Twitter. Hate and it. he's telling the little rabbits, the baby rabbits, and the baby deer, and and the Twitter baby birds. Infatuated or obsessed. In a state of nervous excitement, Twitter-pated. It's kind of like that. Nearly everybody gets Twitter-pated in the springtime, according to Urban Dictionary. That's from Bambi. Let's see this. Hold on. This might be loud for a second. Just uh, uh, In my know. ears? Yeah, just hold on a sec. Well... What's the matter with them? Why are they acting that way? <laughs> Why don't you know? <laughs> Why don't They're you know? They're Twitter-pated. Oh, it was the owl. Twitter-pated. Twitter-pated. Yes. Uh, everybody what? gets Twitter-pated in the springtime. Everybody does get well, Twitter-pated in the springtime. it's not gonna happen to me. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. Oh shit, that was cute. So it's that's Twitter so painted. cute. How about that? I gotta insert that now because it didn't actually show up in the recording. So we'll do a little bit of post there. Uh, Twitter people, that's fucking cute. I've never yeah. heard of that. So you you so you know you're in this relationship with uh, Guy, for lack of a better term, aka Todd, because everyone knows his name now. <laughs> um, and you were Twitter painted. Are yeah. you getting out of that Twitter patient? No, I'm. I'm definitely still Twitter painted. I don't want this to sound <laughs> like I'm like falling out of love because no. it's not that kind of no, feeling. No, no. It's like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is now. This is now like. I mean, there were points all along that was like, oh, if this ends now, it's gonna suck like yeah, dude. real hard. Yeah. And then there are points like now where I'm like, we've only almost been dating a year. Beck and I first started contacting and connecting with each other uh, a year ago at the end of this month. Okay, yeah. So, which is fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. A year. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a long relationship. It's the entire length of this podcast being existed. I had a little little anxiety about it. Yeah, uh, like, because you're just like, if it ends, I'm going to be like, hurt. I'm going to be really hurt. I'm just like, yeah, I just got really protective of my heart for a minute mm. um, and was like, I can't, uh, I don't know if I can keep doing this because I'm scared. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody gets Twitter painted in the springtime. And yeah. Yeah. It's a good conversation to have. It was a good conversation to have for you, sure. You had to have it with your with part with your partner. Yeah, I, yeah, a little bit. Like it wasn't like okay, it wasn't as official as like what we're saying right now. It's like oh, this is the end of you know new relationship energy, the beginning of relationship or anything like that. It was just like what I had all these. I had to talk about how I was just feeling so scared and um, mm. of that, and uh, he handled it well. But I feel like I never acknowledged that like, before. Do you feel like it was something that could have caused a freak out? No. I mean, of course it could have, depending yeah, sure. on the person. And, and that's the thing is like, I'm don't, I don't know this person that well. Yeah. Uh, it's only, it's not even been a year that yeah. I've known they've existed. Yeah. And that's a weird thing when you've, you're like, I'm deep in this now. And I'm like imagining... A much more time with this person and it's like but do I really know this person mm. and th- I mean those are these were all like 
you know, stories I was creating in my head and, and things and worries I think those are natural, natural feelings. Fuck, to have. It made me feel like running as like moving to a different uh, province, like right. running away from yucky heart hurting feelings. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you remember, but like last was it last summer? Is that the fucking year we lived on PEI? Uh, oh, it yeah, was. We did, yeah, yeah, it was last summer. So, like, last summer, where I went through, like, I mm. kind of, I was starting to fall for someone, and things got kind of real for a minute there, and then, yeah. and then we had to end it, yeah, uh, because there was like some drama with like an ex boyfriend, yeah, and he got he got super like abusive, and it was like he started, you know, like anyway, it was whatever. scary. It was yeah. it was just a shitty situation, yeah. And so I had to end it, and like I wasn't, I was, uh, I was definitely Twitter pated at the time, uh, but I think it was more so like a lust sense of right. like Twitter patient, um, but I there was I was definitely like about to step on the train of like feels yeah. and I was keeping myself at bay a bit and then that happened and I and we had to like end the relationship and like no more contact man I was so fucking bummed yeah super bummed out so I can't even imagine what it would be like right now yeah you know a year deep yeah with all that stuff but like coming back to this whole new relationship energy thing like Becca and I had a conversation about that to, to an extent the other day because like since my since my surgery I haven't been myself. I haven't been the same, you know, like, so I go through this like really shitty and anyone who's, anyone who's dealing with any kind of chronic illness can like, can probably vibe with this. But like, I go through this really shitty thing with my health. I don't feel myself. I lost all my independence for like a good three weeks. Uh, I go through this like very intense physical, like painful, physically painful experience the recovery is like pretty quick in terms of recovery for like a major surgery, but still the recovery is, you know, I'm still in pain. I still don't feel like I'm in my own body and it's been a month now. Sex totally had to change. Like it's not something that I necessarily enjoy the way I did before because like there's, I'm very weak and like there's still parts of my like torso that are very like sensitive and sore and, and then on top of all that, I've been taking antibiotics for over a month now, straight. Yeah. Not a day without it. That fucks with you. Which my like gut health is super fucked. And I've noticed, and I don't know if this is directly correlated, but I think, I'm pretty sure that my gut health right now is definitely affecting my mental health. Uh, that's 100% correlated. Well, I know it's 100% correlated, but what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is, you know, okay, I'm I am noticing my mental health is not doing great. You know, I'm not myself. I'm I'm definitely cranky. I'm definitely short. I don't get excited about things that like I clearly should be super fucking madly excited about. And I think it's because of all these antibiotics. I think it's because my gut health is just fucked. Honestly, that's what I think it is. But then that's also carrying over into like my relationship with Becca. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not like the old sort of goofy fun time Charlie. Fun time jovial Jer that I usually am. And I'm a little more like subdued and and like tired and and cranky Jer. 
And so Becca is like, you know, the other day she was like, I'm, I think I'm just stuck in this new relationship energy and you've moved on. But I'm like, no, that's not, I don't think that's what that, that is. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think that I'm no longer Twitter pated. I just think that I've lost my ability to be Twitter paid, to, to be Twitter pated, to be Twitter patient, to be Twitter patient. <laughs> and, and I'm trying to like gain it back. But I feel this guilt as in like, as in I'm, I'm, I don't know, like I'm not in, I'm not engaging in that like new relationship energy like I, like I had before. So here's a thought. But yeah, we're like a year into the relationship, you know? Yeah. I'm wondering if there are, you know, at different stages in a relationship, if there are catalysts that change the dynamic you know like your first big fight or your first jealousy or your first like for you being sick or some Mm. or something like that where there are catalysts that like change you kind of deeply yeah um emotionally and then the thing is that there isn't any going back from that and that maybe there's like a lot of grief and trouble in relationships trying to move forward from that catalyst but trying to move backward you know what i mean mm-hmm. like trying to capture what was there before mm-hmm. um so I, I wonder i think i'm gonna try to do this differently because i think before in relationships i have been like as soon as someone says oh you're not as physical with me as you used, used to be yeah, right. or you're not as things aren't the way they used to be yeah things, like why then, can't things be the way they were before why exactly yeah. and then there's like this okay ca- recapture that get back in there but the truth is like you can't do that no. you have to move forward yeah and those that can be positive if you're not grasping for what you think it's supposed to be based on mm-hmm. what it was before i agree with you yeah and like allowing your partner to change and grow and like taking the opportunity to be to step back and be like this is kind of in a way a blank slate Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah right maybe we can start to get to know each other in a different way yeah interesting thoughts bride thanks that's what i'm thinking about these days Um, that and the fact that i think i found the bv solution that is working tune into last week's episode yeah oh is that the solution that's working yeah the boric boric acid acid and the probiotic and the apple cider vinegar it's working it's working sweet and the folate yeah Yeah. i was like i was not having any uh oral action now have you been squatting and airing out your pussy i haven't been doing that no then then uh (laughs) i call bullshit uh cool bro i will uh i got i gotta bounce i gotta get the fuck out of here great great conversation uh before we go uh speaking of fun time charlie we said we would after uh last uh our circus episode um we mentioned it two weeks ago oh, yeah, a couple episodes back with, with uh, dislocate uh we uh we just want to let you guys know in halifax that there is an event coming up uh the 17th um ooh, i think it's 17th 18th and 19th of november in halifax uh check it out on facebook it's called circus on music and uh you it's might a live wanna... sex show it's a big porn show oh, uh, i wish it was <laughs> check it out it's, yeah, at, it's a circus uh, show it's a circus show and um those of you kinksters that uh 
have been hearing about how your community is involved in the circus as well. You might want to get your butts down there mm-hmm. at St. Matthew's Church on Barrington Street. Uh, again, tw- seven, uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th. Is there like a out. Facebook page or something Facebook people can go to, is called to check it out? Hal is called Halifax Circus on Music. Cool. Um, well, let's, uh, let's throw it right into this week's episode. Before we do, uh, hey, listeners, if you're out there and you got a question for us or you have a comment, write us, let us know, send us your brain boners. You can send them to turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be a pain in our ass, you can DM us on Instagram. Or, or if you want to be anonymous, you can submit you can via our form on our website, turnmeonpodcast.com. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We love getting brain boners. We love trying to give our best version of advice, um, <laughs> even though we're not qualified. And we love just hearing your thoughts overall. Um, and we love all of you for listening. We hope you love this week's episode. How many times can I say love in the same batch of words? Oh. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Okay, bye. See, I, I yeah. my thing right now that I love doing is purposely ignoring the ads with like uh, like a sense of uh, of like fuck you, man. You know, like I'm sitting on the plane. I was flying. I, I fly quite a bit to Toronto, and I was uh, on a plane from from Toronto to to Halifax. Normally, I fly Porter when I'm doing that. Porter don't have TVs. This is kind of nice. You don't have to worry about the fucking screen in front of your face. It's a great opportunity to read or, again, tune into a podcast. Yeah, Jeremy, all the reading that uh, you do. But I was flying Air Canada, and Air Canada's got the in-flight entertainment system. And, dude, the ads ads are just like, hey, this flight is brought to you by Audi. Yeah. And they'll play. <laughs> no, not even Audi. Like, I would, I would appreciate that ad because those cars look good. It was a Lexus. Uh-huh. And it was just like Lexus ads after they just told us how to like survive if the plane goes down. And I was like, what the... F-? Like, you can't get away from it. It's <laughs> and everywhere. the takeaway is you're more likely to die in a car than in the plane. Yeah. They just want you to remember that. That's what that... That's a subtle hint of that yeah. ad. Yeah. That'd be uh, good. I mean, there was a time... Remember the, the time you could go to the movie theaters and watch a movie without... Without there being ads, like there's there's ads. Mm-hmm. So the reason we're having this fucking dumb conversation about ads is that Bridey was complaining about, about podcasts with ads. Uh-huh. But and I know you know what? what? By the time this podcast comes out, we'll probably do Bridey. We might have a HelloFresh ad on it. But we're gonna we'll do it in a, an entertaining way. Oh, we're gonna make our ads different. Yeah. Ah, I see. Well, we're not gonna make our do ads. Do guys we different. fuck not do that? No, or they they just do reads. Do they? Uh, they do. Yeah, but you know they, why I don't know they read it and they're do? like, they're because you don't listen to them. I just skip through the ads. That's but also, why. you don't listen to that podcast anymore. They're, they'll be no, like, I listen to them. Yeah, ha, ha, we're just reading it out loud so they can say, say see how much it sounds like shit. Oh, uh, right, like, right, okay, right. Yeah, you know, whatever. Right.
Yeah, we'll we'll do a little improv improvised. I would like to do like 1960s housewife uh, themed ads. Like if you want your husband to come home and be happy at the end of his long hard day at work. Order HelloFresh. Yeah, exactly. Enter. Turn me on at HelloFresh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough of that bullshit. Uh, hi, Becky. <laughs> How are you? Amazing. Well, that's good. Uh, so I'm excited for this conversation because it's uh, it's one of those conversations that we somehow like slip into quite a bit on this show. The topic of camming, and I know that. We're probably going to dive into that topic quite a bit. Um, but before we do, when was the last time you had some real bitchin' sex? It's actually been a long time. Oh, yeah? You're on a bit of a dry spell? <laughs> yes, a little bit. Like, all right. Intentionally? Unusual for me. Okay. Which is unusual, you say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, are we talking, like, more than two weeks? Uh... <laughs> More than a month? Ooh, yeah. I think I'm going on almost two months. Two months. Oh, right that on. is. That sucks. Yeah. Now that I think about it. That's a long, that's a, I feel like that's the longest I've gone since I started having sex. Yeah. Wow, man. I don't even know what the longest I've gone since. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably about that. Yeah, yeah. It would have been like you being gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what it was. It was three months when I went on that whitewater kayaking that's trip. Right. There was no sexy time for Jer. No. There was some Skype sex. Although... I was begging a number of people to have sex and let me watch. Mm. And I would <laughs> and I'd always do it when I was really drunk. I was like, "Wes, please, like just can you can you please have sex and I'll just I'll just be like, "Well, I'll just watch." Or Amy, I'd ask Amy if she could like bang her her Mexican boyfriend that she made while we were down there. Oh my god. And she was like, "Fuck no, Jeremy, you're a weirdo. Stop it." You are a bit of a weirdo. Um, all right, a little bit of a dry so spell. So did you say it was an intentional an intentional dry spell? Um, <laughs> well, it's a little bit of a weird story. Mm, perfect. I don't we know if you want to share this or not. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> you want to share it? I'm we full share of drama it. right now. Oh, yes. perfect. Bring the drama on. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it's weird because I don't talk to a lot of people about this last couple of months. I'm actually pregnant. Whoa. Whoa. Can Congratulations? Nobody knows. No. no. no congratulations. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm new into poly. Okay. Uh-huh. Since my last relationship last year, I actually fell for two monogamous guys. Okay. Were they that both happens. aware that? Yes. Okay, right. And one of them thought it'd be all right. And I started seeing the other one and it was just getting weird with both of them. So I had to cut it off. With mm-hmm. both. Cut it off with both, both at the same yeah. time. Oh, wow. That's rough. So wait, wait, and then this happened. Wait, so is is one of the two of those guys the baby daddy? Does he know? Damn. Yes. Okay. I was like, I was like, oh man, is this turning into an episode of Jerry Springer on our podcast right now? I kind of felt like this was going to come up. Is this Maury? Yeah, the new Maury Povich. Who's behind door number one? So what's the what's the situation then? So is. Is he... I guess you're going through with the pregnancy. No. No. Oh. Oh. No. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> and and uh, is he, is he like... Is he cool with that? Kind of cool with that and supporting yes. you? Yes. This is something that, Great. like, if this was come up, I already have this in my head. This is what I'm going to do. Be responsible. Mm-hmm. And also, my with my body and my blood type, I'm already kind of... It's going through a termination. Oh, okay. So I can't... Whether I wanted to or not, it wouldn't work out anyways. Okay. So. 
So how do you know that? How do you know it? It like, do you feel that, or were you told that? I was told this. Uh, this happened like ten years ago for me too. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> how old are you, Becky? I am twenty nine. Okay. Um, so, what's your what's your experience been in the process of going through a termination? Like it, like has it been an easy one for you in terms of like the logistics of? finding doctors and and going through that whole like process it's been horrible it's been a long process it's been drawn out it's i feel terrible for anybody going through this it's the same exactly the same thing it was as it was 10 years ago because you have to get referrals and you have to wait for the doctors to go through it and it's almost like like picking at them like trying to get them to like move forward with it It's, it's been difficult it's been like uh almost yeah two months now like Holy since shit. like like i found out like at the beginning and i'm near the end right now of like 13 14 weeks or something okay. right the like the the viability the age of viability or whatever um so we talked about this at length on, on another podcast that i host called sick boy and we spoke to a guest who went through an abortion and she was quite young um but what was really interesting to me was like the way that it sounds like it's set up in terms of like our our infrastructure, in terms of our you know the 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 policy and the logistics of going through with the termination, it sounds like they almost draw it out that long to give you a to, chance to change your mind. Yeah, or like well, not even give you a fucking chance to change your mind, but like in the hopes that you're going to change All your right. mind. Where it's like, yeah, no, like if you're if you're making that decision. You're making, for the most part, people are making that decision to fucking do it. Like, yeah. don't and make me wait on this shit. Don't like, don't give me the the like the time to like feel guilty about. Like, it's a it's a total fucking mind fuck. I think to to wait around. I it don't know. Makes you feel like uh, like they're almost punishing you. They're like, it's yeah. T- they just the way they uh, deal with it. Or at least in my case, a lot of the times the doctors that I talk to and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are a lot uh, older school. So when you found out you were pregnant this time, uh, did you kind of have a feeling like, so if I understand correctly, you say your body's already kind of taken care of the termination of it? I'm um, I'm an RH negative blood type. So you have to take, I, I'm not sure exactly, but you have to take needles like from the very beginning. So your your body kind of fights it off. Okay. Um, RH negative blood type. I've never heard of that. No? No. What, what does that mean? So, like, anybody that's a, a negative blood type, so, like, B negative instead of, like, an A plus or, or AB positive, I mean. Or, is RH a type of blood? Is it, like, you have RH I think blood? all negative is RH. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Not positive. Sure. <laughs> Me neither. This Def- is just what the doctor Definitely not a doctor. <laughs> um, so, so... The is the dry so coming back to this dry spell, this two month dry spell. Is it because you ended the relationship with these two dudes, the pregnancy thing happened, and then now you're kind of just on this like, ah, sex isn't really my priority. I'm just trying to like get through this drama filled, like, (laughs) yeah, it's a bit of everything. I mean, I'm usually I'm a pretty uh sexual being, and it's just it's weird and. I, I'm not one to like be able to hide or lie to people. So if like someone was to ask, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pregnant. Out. We don't need to use a condom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that Just would go kidding. over with people. <laughs> Poke that baby to death. I don't want to <laughs> have it. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Jeremy. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, that is amazing. Is that possible? Can you poke the baby? Can I you don't think so. No, it's it's behind an impenetrable wall called the cervix. <laughs> yeah, impenetrable? It is. Sperm it is. can get through it. Oh, that's true. Uh, can't believe if, if someone's like, this is a fucking dumb question. If someone's super duper pregnant, can you hurt the baby with a... No. With a, no? No. What if he's got a monster hog? No. Come on. No. You see that video of the guy that died from the horse fucking him? Well, maybe if you have a horse fuck now, you, if you have, your baby will if die. You, now, not a horse, but let's come back to humans. Someone with like a real fucking sizable wee-wee. Uh, I feel like I don't know this, um, but I feel like if a giant... If that happened, the person, the woman would probably have to be very tiny yeah. and very pregnant. And uh-huh. in that case, I think probably the giant wouldn't fit inside the tiny person. This is probably quite true. Yeah. God, I sometimes we bring things up on this show <laughs> that makes me question how people listen. <laughs> so what is the expectancy? Like, the what's the rest of your kind of pregnancy like then like when will it be officially are not pregnant anymore yeah when do you go through the termination um i'm waiting right now on my doctor referral i have like i think you only have so many weeks before it's not very legal anymore yeah 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 and i'm right at like the the 13 cusp. weeks, yeah. Or three weeks left, yeah. You got three weeks left. Yeah, I think that that's was... the, the age of viability or the... the, the Window? The, it's, I think it's age of viability. There's a certain term for it, but it's different in the States. It's different state to state. Yeah. Uh, it being, I don't know if it's different province-wide, but uh, basically it's a certain age where they go, mm, it's too, it's matured too much, so now if we terminate it, it's considered murder, which is so fucking crazy to me i don't know yeah i feel like if it's in there until it comes out and says hi Wah. yeah hi mom <laughs> it's good to go although i'm probably not the one to ask and that might, that might drive some people crazy yeah okay well well let's take it back to the the start of this poly thing what uh what sparked that um i got out of a long-term relationship about five years and You know, over the years, I've explored uh, open relationships and, you know, different types of relationships, bringing people in and, um, you know, swinging and and after, yeah, and after that long term relationship there, I just, it just seems like it was me. So Mm. it's just something I want to explore. So, yeah, I'm kind of easing myself into that. So did you meet uh, both guys at the same time? Um, no. I met one of them about four months after I met the first okay. one. Okay. <laughs> so the first relationship that you entered into, you were like, I'm Polly? Yes. Okay. And he was like, I don't know, but I'm, but let's do it. Anyway, yeah, he's and see what open to learning. And so I was like, are you all right with this? Like yeah. Being yeah. Very careful with that. <laughs> you know, I heard a term the other day. Uh, we were being interviewed, Jeremy and I, um, for a book on polyamory, which I was just like, when she first reached out, I was like, we don't really know that much. So you might want to find someone else. And she was like, no, I think you'd be great. So we went on the, and we were interviewed about it. And I was talking about how <laughs> I 
haven't had much luck with monogamy. And I carried that for a long time uh, in a really guilty way, like through a lot of my teens and then early 20s. I'm like, why am I always cheating on my boyfriends? And and not feeling guilty about like the act, but feeling guilty, obviously, about hurting someone. And, um, and then... You know, now Jeremy and I are poly or open or whatever you whatever you want to put it, however you want to put it. And now I'm like, you know what? I think that maybe I'm discovering more and more all the time what parts of it I really like. And she was like, "You sound like a solo poly." And I was like, "What's that?" You do kind of, yeah. Well, we had a solo poly guest. That's true. And I, but I never really, I never made the correlation. And the whole time you had her on the show, you were like, "God damn, that sounds like a setup." Really? My word, I love the sounds of this. Yeah, I must have been drunk. I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so yeah, so like. I know, like, if you and I weren't together, but I still knew what I know now, I'd be like going into relationships and be like, I'm. I don't think I could actually say that with a straight face. Hi, I'm Bridie. It's nice to meet you and go on this date. I'm solo Polly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be like, I never want to live together or share finances. Yeah. Do you want to go through with this? Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, do you feel like that's what you are? I like a free agent. I find that people put labels to everything, and that's always mm-hmm. what I'm like. Uh, you know, I just kind of do my own thing, and that's kind of how I ex- always explain it. That's when I, somebody introduced Polly to me, so I'm still like, uh, labels. Right. I'd label you solo, Polly. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, what does that look like when you go on a date with someone, or you're 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 considering going on a date with someone, or you're asking someone out? Like, how do you how do you broach that? I. I bring it up right away. I'm like, so I would be called Polly. Like, I'm not into monogamous settling down. And yeah, I, I always approach them and tell them right away. Definitely. Okay. Definitely I mean, the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to bring it up. Like, Does that lead into like a hundred million questions and like, are you into threesomes and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, Every yeah. time. <laughs> right on. Classic question. <laughs> yeah. Can I have other partners? Yeah. Like, uh, that's how that works. Um, so I know that, um, you, you had mentioned that you have a bit of a history with camming and like the, the world of camming. Um, what's, uh, tell us about that. How did you, how did you, in what ways have you been involved in camming? So it's been a handful of years now, but, um, I can't even remember. I think I found an ad on Kijiji and I was looking for work and at the time I was very limited as to where and what I could do for work and so when I got introduced to them like I'm a really I'm a really personal person or I can't even say that right uh I like people and I really hit it off with the two it was a couple that was running this camming studio nice and so I moved really quickly into helping them, like uh, assistant manager there with them and coaching the girls. And what does a camming studio look like? <laughs> yeah, is that just like like could just we do like it sort in of, here? Yeah, is it like out of someone's house with like a few rooms and they just go, you go in this room and you are, you're on this camera and have fun. They actually had um, it was like a an office, so you'd have a main office. Then there'd be a hallway, and they'd have just separate rooms that you'd have closed doors, and they'd be very plain. You'd have the couch, the futon, and the TV. You know, a lot of the um, the camming sites and stuff, you can't have anything personal, pets, 
other people coming on. It's like all legal liabilities and stuff. You sign. I knew you couldn't have other people. You can't have other people unless they're also registered with the same site or something and like verified. But pets, I didn't know about that. And I always like because I've perused. Cross into. Bestiality. Yes. Yeah, you're getting absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I get pretty upset. Yeah. It's like uh, you know, I've always okay. This is kind of interesting. I've always had a really, I've always felt really weird when I'm in the middle of a make fuck sesh, and there's like a dog just like on the bed watching me, (laughs) or like like or or a cat like in the room or like the amount of times I can't believe I'm going to say this the amount of times I've pulled my dick out in bed and started jerking off while Bigby's just like asleep at my feet (laughs) (laughs) too many times and the whole time I'm going you really just Jared just maybe just kick him off the bed and then start whacking it Uh, no I'm I'm too far in already but I've always had this like weird feeling about it and so when you think about it if you're on a camera and you're diddling yourself, and then a cat just kind of moseys on into the frame. You're now you, and sure, maybe you're not touching the cat. Maybe the cat isn't touching you, but you are touching yourself within a frame. And there's a cat in it, and now it's a part of the shot. That is, I think, it's funny crossing into some like gray area, weird area. That is hilarious because I think I think it's actually quite funny um, when that like a dog just like a big just big heavy barrel head just like bashes the door in sometimes when when you're going at it. He's like, "Hi, what's going on?" And he just like staggers in. Are you guys wrestling? (laughs) I like to wrestle. Or the cat, or or uh, Todd's dog Rose is just like she's she loves to cuddle, so she'll yeah. like jump up and she'll be like, "How can I get in here?" And to me, it's I love to have a good laugh when I'm having sex. Like I love it when like something so ridiculous happens that it's like l- l- like laughter induced collapsing, mm-hmm. and that almost always, always happens works, if there's yeah. an animal around. Like oh fuck! Yeah, you just can't have that animal. Yeah, you can't have it in the cam within a screen. Okay, but I when I peruse cam uh, websites just like out of curiosity, um, I feel like the people are in their personal rooms. Like it looks like that. There's a majority of cam cam girls cam people uh, do it from home. A lot of them do. Yeah, they just have to be careful that you know, like the doors closed and that you know they're. Their mom's not going to be like, sweetie, and walking in in the middle of it, or, you know, that their animal's walking around. Right. Because it's true. I, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say something like it sound as if it sounds like I watched a bunch of camming, but it's just not my, I've never, Brian is a huge, huge cam watch. He watches all the camming. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just Don't kidding. Don't say that. But we have this thing where we leave cam we go to my free cams and we leave it up on Brian's computer and then oh leave the God. house. <laughs> uh, so we, especially when we were recording at his mom's house, we'd always just put it on his laptop and then leave and like have it in the kitchen. Um, but so like, that's basically the only times I've seen is when I'm like fucking with Brian's computer. And, and I don't think I've ever seen like a studio, like a bare studio. No, not really. It always, it always kind of seems like it's someone's, someone's bedroom. Yeah, someone's bedroom, like pretty, Pretty uh, or living room generically or... decorated kind of whatever yeah living room whatever and like a lot of like Vice videos that I've watched or or even on Netflix like um, my cam life or whatever that shit yeah. that doc was like 
it just looked like the girls were just in their own little apartment. Majority know, of them are. Uh, camp studios are <laughs> not that common. I wouldn't think so because the, the campsites themselves, they take a pretty hefty cut. Yeah. And yeah, so if you have a studio, then... Yeah, how does that work? What's the, how, what's the breakdown there? Uh, with the studio, uh, they would get a cut, but it's... I can't remember exactly, but I think it was more direct. You have your own websites and stuff, so... Oh, okay. so the, the studio is changes. basically, it's like, you're not going to myfreecams.com, you're going to, like, halifaxgirls.ca or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but they're all, like, most campsites. You're going to see so many different ones, but they're all generically under, like, five main, sorry, main uh, web- websites. And you see, like, all these uh, branched off okay. Okay. websites. So yeah. they're all kind of feeding off each other in some yeah. way. There's only really, like, a handful or, like, a dozen or so that are, like, the main ones that buy off all these other little sites oh, that you buy okay. from. You okay. can buy that site. Like. Uh, okay, that makes sense. That makes That's sense as to why it. there's so fucking many channels. Yeah. yeah. And so many camps. Yeah. Wow, okay. A lot of them, you'll see like the same girls on different sites, but they're all the same site, just they buy different uh, web domains. Right. So you told me in the email when we were chatting about this talk um, that you can be pretty shy some days. Yeah. How did you (laughs) find that? How did you find camming as a shy person? Um, Well, I was in a really horrible relationship at the time. I call it my MIA, or yeah, MIA years. Uh, two years with somebody and I was disconnected from everyone so um, it was a job where he could know that I would be like watched in there all the time Uh, so but it was it was like my escape working there so it was uh, wait it was a weird how the fuck does that work (laughs) Uh, without giving I mean obviously just being discreet but not giving away too much detail are there a lot of jobs out there where people can just watch you while you're working? What, is that? No, I think what you're saying is that. Well, sorry, what would you clarify? <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> so, were you saying that the bo- the boyfriend or the was it a guy? Yeah. Okay. So the person you were in a relationship with w- was okay with you working at a cam studio because he knew that you were that's where you were oh yes. you were camming okay sorry i my bad i totally thought you said you were working at a place where he had the ability to watch you so everything was all good and this was before the camming so i was like jesus christ <laughs> where the fuck were you working yeah, what's his job is he the nsa what's he the cia <laughs> operative so he was cool with you camming yes okay yeah um yeah when i first started there i was camming in one of the studios and then eventually i i still had my accounts and stuff but I would do most of the managing with them. But I still did my camming throughout the entire, the entire time there. Did you have a shtick? Did you have like an act? Uh, yeah. It depends what account I was with. I would have this like one of them would be this kind of more virgin, like I don't really know what I'm doing, like kind of thing. And you would get uh, a regular crowd of people or regular customers, and they they loved that or like. Uh, the girlfriend type, you know, there's people out there that get lonely. Like, it's not just, you know, people out there wanting to, like, get off. You actually get people who are genuinely, like, older guys who uh, who might not, like, have a wife. And they're, like, they want you to act really, like, like girlfriend. Like, I even had one customer who wouldn't want anything sexual whatsoever. He just wanted to chat. Yeah, and I was like, even like, he's like, put your shirt on. He's like, we'll just chill and like talk about anything from gaming to 
whatever he was doing that week or it's pretty it just pretty needs someone to listen yeah yeah and be kind of nurturing that was my like softer version i also had like other weird acts and stuff i do <laughs> did you have like a particular like what were your hashtags <laughs> how people how people um, find you oh geez i did like the foot fetish i did uh, i can't remember some of them um i no i don't know <laughs> was it, li- it must have been kind of liberating in a way <laughs> to like especially given the relationship you were in to be like oh can i fuck i can take a breath and like express myself in a different way yeah i loved it because i could be whoever i wanted to be on the camera and you would make regular customers who are almost like like this distant like friends that you would have even though they wouldn't know anything personal about you but like it was it was different yeah but yeah it was a getaway it was nice <laughs> what what was the the catalyst for that mia period to come to a, a halt um like the end of that relationship he got arrested oh wow okay oh yeah no like it was i probably don't want to talk about it on here it, it yeah, was sure. like it was bad yeah. Bad yeah. news like, bears. Out of the it, movie is kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when when he was out of the picture, did you continue the camming? And then did you continue working for this um, this camming studio? No. Uh, that was about the time that I stopped because everything just kind of came to a halt and I moved out of the city. And I think they got shut down not that long after. There's, you know, it's really hard to get a place like that going yeah. where there's people that don't want you in the building once they find out what's going on. Mm. Yeah. Is it illegal? Like, no. is to run a studio like that illegal? No? Um, you really, really fine lines. You right. have to be careful with... Like, yeah, because it's doing. receiving money or something for sex acts. But then that doesn't make any sense because strippers stripping's not illegal. And you're yeah. receiving money. And that's... I mean, it's no... It's not, like, any more uh, invasive than that. I mean, it's, stripping is more invasive probably than camming. In yeah, some ways. it's a little more like like human to human interactive. Although, I think as a as a stripper, you are. It is assumed that you're doing nothing more than showing your body right. naked, right? And right, and like like even like I don't know. Even with lap dances, I feel like there's a. Again, like, it's these fine lines, but, like, I feel like I've gotten a lap dance before where in my head I've gone, is this... Allowed? Is this allowed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's telling me to do it, but I feel like I could get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of them have no touch rules, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and yeah. that's what I'm talking about. It's like, <laughs> I, that's what I'm used to. And then I went to this one place and there was, that rule did not exist. Yeah. I guess it depends how far out you are, which like strip club you're at. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was Sault Ste. Marie. So <laughs> we were pretty far out there. <laughs> oh, that's a trip. <clears throat> Studio 10, I believe was the name of it. Good times. Um, and de, like when you moved on from that job, <clears throat> was there any part of you that was like, I wonder if I could delve into this industry in a different way? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I was actually, I had an account up again after that, not long after, cause like I knew how to work. Like, Sell yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah market yourself. Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. And it's not like it was a terrible job. I, it was it was kind of nice. It's like acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
yeah, I um over the years I have on and off a little bit. But. When you're doing it like full time, um, is it like uh, you show up at the same time every day, like Monday nine to five or whatever? Like, or do you do you is it just like whenever you feel like it? Um, you do want to roughly a schedule just so customers know where and when to find you because that's how you keep them but yeah you can usually people will stay on camera as long as you possibly like feel comfortable because sometimes i mean you're doing things that will wear you out pretty quickly yeah okay what was like what was like your best month in terms of like a haul in for for like like financially like did you ever did you ever like look back and go holy fuck i killed it this month uh over the holidays like yeah. December, uh, yeah. Right on. Interesting. interesting. The December's di- the coming time up. Of year where everyone's like spending already, spending a fuckload of money. I think it's because everybody's inside, and mm. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Winter time, probably, st- and stressed. Yeah, you know, and like it's a big stressful month, and that's sex is a big stress release mm-hmm. for a big lot time. of people. Did you ever? Did you ever have a client that you? Um, Felt like you made such a connection that you wanted to like meet them? No, no. <laughs> I always kept a uh, certain distance. Like that, uh, no one would actually know my real age, real name. I would even have a real fake name, so like they thought they were getting uh, a lot closer. Yeah, so, when you're like, well, oh, my real name is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you little sneak. <laughs> uh-huh. You gotta be. I'm like, making notes, just by the way, <laughs> yeah. for my own camp studio. I have a room that I'm trying to Airbnb in my house, and it's not working out. So I'm thinking I'm gonna hire it out to some camp. Well, we've always models. we've always had a dream of. Uh, well, you've always had a dream of running a brothel. Always. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this could be the this could be I the just, first step. Not that I want to run a brothel. I just want to be the madam. The madam of a brothel. Yeah. Yeah, you're running the works. brothel if you're the madam. Yeah, I know, but the fantasy is more about the role. Of, sure. Of instead of the like doing the actual actually, practical application. Instead of actually writing the checks and doing payroll. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Hiring cleaners. Yeah, I think brothels generally pay in check. Uh, yeah, actually, actually, I you know I wouldn't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> oh God. That's something I need to do. I think in my lifetime. Visit a brothel. Visit like a legitimate brothel, like the, the, bunny, like ranch? the bunny ranch. Or I something. think that'd be rad. It I would, would go so with cool. you yeah. in a heartbeat. We should do that for our tenth wedding anniversary <laughs> if I'm still alive. Yeah, good call. Yeah. What year will that be? Twenty twenty one. That's right. Right on. That's a. That's a. I gotta write that down. Chances are slim <laughs> that I'll be uh, around th- those around true. those days. But hey, Brian, you're gonna we'll live make it way longer than you're comfortable with. Okay. Well, <laughs> what would you say is the uh, the biggest thing you learned in your experience camming? A different way to interact with people. Uh... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I know that's really weird, but like, you learn to read people without meeting them. Mm. And oh, you, you learn a lot of different sexual deviances too. So yeah. <laughs> like a lot, like fetishes I didn't even know existed kind of thing. Yeah, we've had that just through this process of this podcast. So I, I can't even imagine like being in the thick of the actual, you know, like world of sex work. Like, coming across what you come across. There's some pretty funny ones, too. There is a woman that loved tickling, but it would get her off. And so she would want you to be tickled. So she would want to watch you? bring people in to tick- tickle you? I did have a few, um, like, coupled, like, what, like with another girl or with yeah. another yeah, guy. Yeah, because, like, everyone knows you can't tickle yourself. Yeah. So you you'd have to have someone... Because you'd try to tickle yourself, and she'd go, this is bullshit. And it was the most <laughs> difficult thing, too, because you're, like, trying to be... Because she wants you, like, almost getting off from it, but you're, like, you're being tickled. It's, you're, like, it's, it's awful. So yeah, bad. it's, yeah. like, you're being pulled two different ways. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, would you generally know about someone's, uh, what they were into before you started a show or whatever? Um, it depends what kind of show. Like, people would take you in for privates. Yeah. They could pay for that. Or you could do um, special shows. So you would have a preset... Um, presets uh tags and stuff of things that you're going to do or like role playing that you're going to do like uh facial or you know like i don't know <laughs> just like self-pleasure or facial wait like uh like putting on a shots? mask yep um you could even do that solo too they like um i know it's really weird but you there's lube you can get that looks like come and they they love like you and just so squirt you, it on your face? But do you squirt it on your face, like, out of a phallic-looking, like, dick? Or? Yeah, like, they'd want you to play with, like, different toys and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all different ways and specifics that people liked things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I had couples shows, too, so... Mm-hmm. It'd be, it depends, <laughs> but <laughs> how did you, was there any, like, if somebody asks you for something that's, like, I've never heard of that before. Um, how do you, like, how do you handle that in the moment? Do you, are you pretty, like, like, GGG? Or, yeah. Um, I would usually act really excited. I'd be like, all right, so tell me about it. Like, you know, and depending on what it was, if I felt comfortable doing that or not, would depend on if I would say... Uh, you know, if it if you needed props or something for it, then I'd be like, all right, well, maybe, you know, in two days, I'll go get that and we can have a show. I'll go get the MRI right. machine. I think I know which one <laughs> down at the QE2 down the road. That's <laughs> really funny. Um, it, it, for the couple stuff, did you, uh, how did that work? Like, would, was it usually a female couple or did you have, like, did you have a male partner that would do the I, camp stuff with you? I had a, a female partner that I would do uh, once with, but I would also have... Uh, male partner which was my my the shitty boyfriend at yeah. the time okay right so he would come in for a couple like like it would be like specialty shows or it would be the three of us sometimes so we had a few different accounts right on and i mean those shows could bring you in like 
you have a half hour set pre-show of whatever you're going to do. And that could bring in an entire day's worth of solo work sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Variety. (laughs) Couples work. Add that to your list of Uh, notes. Okay. I'm writing it down. I feel like it would be really fun. I mean, you know, uh, he was clearly an asshole, but like, was it fun? Was that a fun experience to, to do that with like, uh, with, with a partner or like with your partner? Um, I think it could be really fun with a partner. In any other circumstance. Right, right. Fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. Uh, I really liked with the, the female. It was yeah. just like, you know, we'd come in, we'd have a couple of drinks off the screen, and we'd make a night of it. And, you know, yeah. and people would really see that you're excited and like you're having like a fun night. You're there for like however many hours on screen, right? So yeah. it's kind of. Again, I don't watch a lot of cams, but there was one time where <laughs> I got sucked in and uh, it wasn't, it, I've never subscribed. So I've never actually paid money. But I was on this channel, and it was these two very, very attractive young ladies. And it was infuriating how much it, like, it was just like, get to the point. Get to the action. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop playing pillow fights and, like, stop jumping on the bed. When are you guys yeah, going to kiss each other? You got to pay for that. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the whole fucking point. <laughs> And so, but what was funny is watching these, these, so you can see like the people who are donating and like, and of course they're engaging with those people by saying like, Hey, thanks. Like Jimmy one, two, five, five for your donation or whatever. And it's like, ching, 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 ching. You just hear the, the dollars like rolling in and like they would be paying exorbitant amounts of tokens when nothing's even happening. And so I was trying to wrap my head around like. They're tipping. When, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah. But like, when do they, cause they, they weren't like shows starting in five. Like we're going to get a show started. It was literally just them like having some drinks, beating the shit out of each other with like feather pillows. And then they would put on these silly costumes and like tell real, I mean, no offense if you're listening, but your jokes sucked. Like they were really lame <laughs> they jokes. They were doing comedic Yeah. They were trying acts. to do stand up bits. Like it was, it was, re- it was actually really silly. Yeah. But the the but tokens fun. were just flying in. Like, it was crazy. And they just didn't, like, they weren't, like, setting up for a show. I think that's why I watched so long, because I was going, this is such a silly, like, like sitcom act. Like, it's so it's so weird. Like, what's, what's next? What are they going to do next? Yeah. That's what I never got about. Um, uh, m- people would spend money in, in the guest lounge, what you call a lot of them. But, like, yeah, it was for nothing and a lot of times in that area before you do a show or before you get taken private you you're not even really going to be stripped or anything yeah, like yeah i people just like to spend money they just want to drop the coin the yeah. tokens yeah so i i did it one time and i was like i can't figure out what is like when it's actually a private show like it couldn't tell the difference so the chat's going anyway and then people are talking and i'm talking and then all of a sudden i think i'm only talking to one person but i can still see other people like coming and going i was very confused and um it didn't last very long yeah you just gotta sit down with someone who knows the like the the system and like and just run through it that's right maybe i should be someone else's girl yeah are there any, do you know if there's any, like, uh, studios in Halifax running these days? 
Not that I know of. I wonder. Since then, I haven't really... And I, I do look once in a while, yeah. but I if, haven't really seen anything. If there's anybody out there <laughs> who knows or who is acting as manager, <laughs> we would love to have you on the show. Yeah. Reach out to us. And that would be maybe a fun conversation. you would love to have me on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys should just start your own studio. Ah! We should. I feel like we would rake in the dough. Yeah. For sure. I just gotta. We get would that. fight so much about the technology, though. Nah, we're, yeah, we we're would. beyond that. We're beyond that. Uh, we, I, you, I don't know about that. You, we almost yeah. got into a fight about technology like an hour before you got here. <laughs> Just learn your Apple ID password. <laughs> Fuck, that's all it takes. It's way more complicated than that. Whatever. Uh, is there anything that we didn't dive into that you were hoping we would touch on today? I don't know. <laughs> Well, I think this was great. I think this was fantastic. Um, Oh, actually, yeah, there is one thing that came up, and this was something that I've like brought up to people before. It's pretty random. Um, Sleep sexing. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. Are people doing it? I I've I've done that. Wait, do you mean like uh, I like you wake up in the middle of of like you're being sexed? Yeah, so, oh man, this I feel like this is going to be, people are going to hear this and, and they're going to get like weirded the fuck no, out. No, because it, it it's really common. It's so common. I have experienced that uh, a lot. Yeah. And particularly in our relationship with Bridie and I. Haven't done it with Becca yet, I don't think. Uh, maybe it's happened like maybe once. I'll have to ask her. Becca, let me know. Text me when you hear this. Um <laughs> But there's been a number of times where I will wake up and I am in the middle of having sex with Bridie. In the middle of waking up. Yeah. yeah. And like, Bridie, you are being woken up by me being like, let's have sex. But I'm not saying anything. No, you're not saying anything. And, I'm speaking with my boner. And I'm going, oh, fuck, I'm <coughs> sleeping. You know what? I'm just going to go back to sleep. And then I just sleep through it, usually. You sleep through it? Yeah. Oh, no. Is that assault? Sometimes I just, like, wiggle wiggle my butt. And then I'm like, that's all I got to do. Now I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> but see, I think, I feel like there's a really, like, thin line there in terms of, like, especially in the climate now with, you know, talking about sexual assault and, and consent and all that kind of stuff. Because it's like, how do you, when does, when does, now, with you and I, I think that we have this, we have a relationship and that there's, there's elements to our relationship where we look at things in a very particular way. But I think that if you took that, uh, the exact same thing that we were just talking about and yeah. place it in another on relationship. Like a, on a, you know, your first sleepover oh with a new relationship and yeah. it happens, then it's a different story. Like, and it doesn't have to be a different story, but fuck, that must be scary for yeah. men. I don't, but. There's a name for it too. There, there's an Isn't actual there? like, there's an actual term for what that is called. Not, I'm going to look it up right now. But why do you bring that up? Um, it was just something random that I thought of on the way over, actually, because like I've noticed it's happened in like in long term relationships for me. Yeah. Um, and it would be from both sides. Like we sometimes we would know who started Initiated it. Initiated it. Yeah. Right. So I'm just I was just curious as to like. It's never happened to me on a one night stand kind of thing. No, No. it's always been long term. Yeah. It's called sexomnia is a condition which a person will engage in sexual activities while asleep. This condition falls within the broad class of sleep disorders known as parasomnias. In extreme cases, sexomnia has been alleged and accepted 
as at least a part of the case of sexual assault, including rape. So it, it I mean, like, you know, if that's something that happens to you and you're in the wrong fucking place at the wrong fucking time, yeah. it could really, it could really screw you up. Do do does it say anything about like incidences occurring? Like, uh, well, let's hear. Let's. Uh, the proposed medical diagnosis is NREM arousal arousal parasomnia, sexual behavior in sleep. Sexomnia is considered a type of non-rapid eye movement sleep, so like REM, but it's N R E M N REM REM parasomnia. Sexos sexo Sexom, sexomniacs wow that's a fucking word sexomniacs do not remember the act they perform while they are asleep uh, sexomnia can occur alongside other sleep disorders such as sleepwalking which I've had a severe problem with growing up uh, sleep apnea night terrors and bedwetting and can be triggered by stress previous sleep deprivation and excessive consumption of alcohol or other drugs now oh, my sleepwalking dear. my sleepwalking and my sleep talking issues almost always occur um, uh, much more frequently when I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the possible adverse effects of the sedative hypnotic zolpidem, zolpidem, some sort of drug. Sleep-related epilepsy may be associated with sexual arousal, pelvic thrusting, and orgasms. Sexomnia episodes may be triggered by physical contact with a bed partner. So, yeah, like someone just rubs up and spoons into you. It's like, we sexing now. Yeah, and, and it's, it's too bad that it's also triggered by excess alcohol because that's probably where that's some super gray area right there. Sexomnia, which is a fairly new medically recognized behavior, has been used in criminal defense cases of rape. Yeah. Ooh. Jeez. But you've experienced it. Yeah, I always found that it was when I was more heightened over like it's like if i was a lot more active in that past week or something then i would be more likely to like physically sex. active as in like you went for like no a like that week? like oh. sexually active oh. or like uh. more like a week where i'm just really horny like yeah i find that would trigger it more mm-hmm. interesting so i don't really like sex upon waking up and so I don't imagine I'll ever initiate that, but I, I like the idea of waking up my partner in some kind of sex act, but I don't really, but I'm just really, I'm not much of a, I'm a mid-afternoon sex person, so it has to come from a nap. So I mm. usually will suggest a nap uh, if I feel like that's the approach I want to take. Right. Well. <laughs> nice talking about that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's an interesting topic for sure. Um, cool. Thanks, Becky. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, it was awesome meeting you guys. <laughs> and thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we hope you loved it. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another episode every Wednesday, every hump day. Um, and in the meantime, head on over to Instagram. Uh, well, no, no. Head on over to Apple Podcasts <laughs> and uh, subscribe for sure. That's like the, like, I picked up my phone to subscribe to iTunes, but I'm just randomly flipping through my apps now. Why did I pick up my phone? Yeah. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on, on Apple Podcasts. Um, it helps us stay on the iTunes charts. Um, and, uh, you know, Sick Boy is kind of kicking our ass right now. So let's, uh, let's try, to, try to catch up to them. Um, also, go subscribe and like and review Sick Boy. I don't know. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up if you want to reach out. Uh, and you can email us, turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can go to our website and there's a contact us form. And, uh, yeah. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. Thank you.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 